it's Dr. Michelle Gordon, and I'm the host of the Menopause Movement Podcast. Now, in this episode, I speak with the Reverend Dr. Constance Simon, and she is an expert in social justice, and she's discussing her menopause journey. We talk about her menopause party, the importance of community in menopause, and our identities as we age. Learning and understanding more about community and menopause is so important, and that's why we've created the podcast in the first place. Now, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, and don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. Hi, it's Dr. Michelle Gordon. I'm joined today by the Reverend Dr. Constance Simon. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. And call me Connie, please. Oh, okay, Connie. Yes. So Connie, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you into now? What's your background? Well, my background is education. I've been an educator for over 40 years. I have my bachelor's and my master's from Miami University of Ohio. My master's is in supervision and curriculum. And then when I was young at 30 years old, I got my doctorate in administration and supervision from Atlanta University in Atlanta, Georgia. Since then, I've been doing every level of education. I've been a college dean. I have worked public, private, in all areas. And recently went back to school as a senior and decided to get my Master of Divinity because I've worked in church in Christian education as well as working in public education. And then now I am on to a new adventure where I have been selected as a Jeremiah Wright Scholar for McCormick Seminary. And with this, we are a, it's a, it's a, um, program where we're going through social justice. And I think that's what my passion right now is, social justice. What is social justice? Social justice is actually looking at the lives of people and making it work for them in terms of, of how society sees them. It's actually unpacking all of the organization, the systems, and having people realize that they're human, that they have a right to, to, to life, to enjoy, to be who they are, and to not be um, infringed upon. Tell me a little bit about what happened for you. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're obviously, we're, we're talking about Menopause Workshop Obviously, menopauseworkshop.com. Yeah. So we want to hear your menopause story. Okay. So when did you start menopause and what was it like? And well, I came here 20 years ago. I left Atlanta coming here to help my sister with my mother. My mother was elderly and her children were really little. And I said, well, I'll come and I'll help for the summer because educators are all for the summer. Then things turned and my mother ended up passing. I'm sorry. But I wasn't ready to leave. And then I realized, I said, oh, wow, now I need to really look at life. And when you step back from caregiving, you really have to examine who you are and what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I started noticing these strange things going on with me. So I turned around and I went to my aunt, who is now the eldest in the family. And I called up some friends and I said, we're going to have a menopause party. (laughs) <laughs> so 20 years ago, I tell them they're like menopause. And even my youngest sister said, I don't need this. I said, but you will. So I had a herbalist come over, a lady who was an herbalist at a health food store. It was really an interesting time and a learning time because then the herbalist brings in and says, you know, drink 
black cohosh and, you know, some of the things that are natural to right. do also. That's great. But yeah, I'm still into menopause, still having hot flashes oh, and man, man it's, 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 I don't know, it doesn't it's, go anywhere. Did you did you have a weight gain during menopause? Yes. Yes. And I want to use the words a horrible weight gain, because when it happened, I I didn't know enough about what was really going on. And I mean, it's like I blew up. So what was your biggest challenge, you think, as or what is your biggest challenge as you go through menopause? Um, well, I eventually I had a um, tumor and I had to have it removed. And so they removed my uterus. But it was the realization that now, and I was older. My OBGYN said most women, you know, have this, if they do the hysterectomies, you're much younger. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I know, I guess I was holding on to that thread that I might have children because I love kids. So, yeah. but I've been blessed with everybody else's children anyway. But still, it, that, that took me a minute to really get past. And, oh. and you, just like with life, you live forward. Right. You know, no yeah. regrets. How yeah. long have you been going through menopause? 20 years at least. Wow. 20 years where I identified it and knew what was going on. So you think that's like perimenopausal plus the menopausal? Right, right. right. And you're still getting hot flashes now? Oh, yes. Aren't yes, they fun? Yes. Oh, yes. I just love <laughs> them. The only time they're really good because Michigan is so cold is when you're outside and it's freezing and you could just take your coat off and just walk. Because <laughs> you're burning up, but the cold That's helps. True. Yeah. Yeah. Other than walking out in the cold without a shirt, <laughs> how have you dealt with your menopause symptoms? Well, I went to Whole Foods and I found this stuff, and it's got a morning pill and a night pill. And it really, I'm not sure what all is in it. It, it was all natural, mm -hmm. but it seemed to help me sleep better. The night pill, because at first I was like, pill for day and pill for night. What kind of drugs that try to peddle? But the day pill seems to keep me alert more, and the evening pill I can rest better. So, did you notice when you started taking this um, this supplement that you had less brain fog? Yes. Okay. Yes. And did before you started taking the supplement, did you wake up a lot at night? Yes. And did you have night sweats? Yes, and night has sweats, that, has waking that gotten up. Better? Yes, it really has. It it helped. I wasn't sure if it was going to help because you are always hopeful. Because this <laughs> menopause is a roller coaster. It is. Yeah, you go up and down, and you know you think that everything okay. Ah, I'm good. I had a good night. The next night is not guaranteed like that. That's you know? true, and you know it's like a roller coaster that doesn't end. Yes. It's it's yeah. just this perpetual thing. Right. Not like what you have at the at the theme parks. Right, right, <laughs> right. You can't get off the roller coaster. This oh, you can't. Oh man, what did you find to be the hardest thing about getting some help during menopause? not finding the right people to talk to. What I find with a lot of women of African-American descent, we are so engulfed in so much of life that sometimes we don't pay attention to what's going on with our bodies. Okay. You know, friends who've had, you know, their kids are going through things. People are in college, husbands, jobs, and all the stresses of life they put their own personal self on the back burner. Mm -hmm. So eventually I kept, I kept reading, mm -hmm. um, kept talking to older women, because the older women seem to have the answers. Older women who are either coming out of it or have been into it, but 
they were very reassuring. They couldn't do anything about it because they know, you know, it's not like it's going to go away. I mean, it's not, a, you know, they're not fairies. They can't poof and you're not in menopause. Right. But they would reassure me in that after you start to deal with your hot, expect your hot flashes, expect this, expect that, your eating patterns. I'm exercising was something that really, really helped. Because after I started exercising and getting my body together and paying attention to what I was eating and just listening to some things that I, my body was telling me and then pairing it with some of the conversations, it, it helped. We as women tend to put ourselves in the back. Yes. And, and then all of a sudden we're in this space that we, we don't know what's happening because our bodies are changing. Mm -hmm. And it's not the change like, you know, when we were growing up, we really wanted that change. Right? Yes. And now we're getting older and we don't want that change. Right. <laughs> but right. Um, but it's, we've talked a lot, you know, in this area here about how we just tend to put ourselves on the back burner. Yeah. And then we, we actually are forced I think, right. through menopause to really take a look at our right. lives. And to add to that, when I moved here, I came to take care of my mother, so caregiving. And then my husband's mother was not that well, so I ended up to caregiving with her. But in the meantime, I um, was going to work, and my, my job that I say I retired from, I was the principal of the medium security prisons in Detroit, Mound and Ryan. And one day I went in, well, I told my aunt during Sunday dinner, I said, boy, I'm having chest pains. And she said, if you have chest pains again, because she worked cardiac at one of the hospitals, uh -huh. she said, if you have chest pains again, promise me you'll go to the hospital. And we were going through an accrediting and I said, okay, I, I, I'm Marie, I will. So I went to work that morning and of course I started having chest pains, but what did I do? I finished everything I needed for my job's accrediting, which to me, I think back and I'm like, you could have dropped dead and all they're gonna do is replace you. <laughs> that was not good. So I went to the hospital, so then they start asking me the questions and I'd had, I told them, no, I've been having this chest pain for like two or three weeks. And they're like, oh my gosh, this woman's having a heart attack and she <laughs> doesn't know it. Well, come to find out it was just the stress of the job. I, uh, and wait a minute, and, and a lot, a lot it was menopause. Oh, really? Well, oh, it, yeah. I mean, the, it, this is a good way, place to talk about women and heart disease because um, we don't experience chest pain same the same symptoms, way yeah. as as right. men. And all the studies on heart disease have been done on men. And yes. so, of course, <laughs> yeah, because men run the world. Okay. Oh, anyway, yeah. but but women experience chest pain very very differently, yes. and so we can have pain. You know, maybe it'll be in the, the center of our chest or maybe it'll be, you know, down in like the solar plexus area. And right. we don't know. And we don't get the, you know, the, the arm pain or the jaw pain like, like a lot of men do. What caused you to reach out for help in menopause? Well, when they told me that I hadn't had a heart attack and I was gaining weight like nobody's business uncontrollably. And it wasn't even, it was like you breathe and you put on a pound. <laughs> <laughs> and everything was just unraveling with me physically, yeah. as well as, oh my God, I've got to make sure my mother-in-law's okay. I've got a husband. I've got this crazy job with all these prisoners and, you know, and so much that you had to put into context for yourself. Right. And it was kind of like an alarm went off and I said, wait a minute, halt, figure out what's going on. 
and pull me back together. It's kind of like the airplane thing. Don't put the mask on until you get your mask on right, first because right. you can't help anybody. And women, we're just such natural. We're going to help everybody. We're going to save the world. That's true. And don't save ourselves. What do you think would have happened for you um, in, in, with respect to menopause if you hadn't asked for help to kind of help get through it? I think for a lot of women, um, they just live through the stress of it. And I watch women continue to move forward, the tears, the weight gain, the ups and downs. The, the hot flashes are what really makes people pay attention, but there's so many other things mm -hmm. that are going on. I just knew that if I hadn't sought some kind of help, then I probably would somewhat be toast, or I would have just kept going. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been good for myself or to myself. Right. One of the things that's happening, I think, at least in America, with women who are going through menopause, is that I think it feels lonely. There's Very. not like a resource, I mean, where you could just go and talk to other women. You have to talk to, you know, you have to have friends. Right. Somebody like me, I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of people to talk to about mm -hmm. it. And that's why we've created the website themenopauseworkshop.com oh, so that we can have, you know, a nice community of women and men yeah. to, to educate about how right. to um, right. approach menopause. It's pretty cool. So uh, did you feel prepared for menopause? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, it was like something. It was like the it was like a fog because mm -hmm. it just descends on you. I think that one of the things that we're going to be able to provide in our community is that ability to kind of part the fog and teach yes. that so that it's not, you know, you're not alone as you're going through menopause, so that you be with us and we're all going to go through it together. What do you know now that you wish you had known when you started menopause? I would say that it's manageable and that there are other people who are walking the same walk, not the same experience, mm -hmm going through and you don't have to be alone. Right. So what does menopause mean to you now that you've been through it? So for me, what I've known and how I use it now is more to um, give people comfort. We have to comfort each other in this world. It's a rough world. It is and especially now. if you think all these changes in your life are just happening and you're at it. It's like out of control and and you you don't think you're going to ever be yourself again yeah. you it helps to know i think in america especially i think there's a huge fear around aging there's a yes. there's a lot of ageism i think especially i've noticed in people that i work with who are in their 20s and 30s uh somebody that's in their 50s 60s 70s those are now old people who are old yes and <laughs> it's it's hard it's hard because we don't look at ourselves as old and as long as we have our minds and maybe even when we don't, when, when we're demented, I don't know because I can't experience that. But I have the same mind, but I don't have the same body. And that's right. the hard part, I think, about aging. So what is life like for you on the other side of menopause? So, I mean, you've been going through it for 20 years. Maybe you're used to it. Maybe you're not. But what, what is your life like now that you are kind of been through it? Um, I'm used to it. Certain things I expect, glad when they don't happen, but if they do, ah, whatever. Like what? Uh, hot flashes. Uh -huh. Hot flashes mainly, and hot flashes at the wrong time. Uh -huh. You know, foof, it's like you just catch on fire. But mostly, I would say it's a time of definition for yourself. 
you know, they say every decade you, you know, grow stronger. But when you hit menopause and you realize, wait a minute, I've got more years probably behind me than I have ahead of me. Therefore, it's how I live and how I live out who I am. That makes a difference. So everything that I want to do, I want it to be significant. Everything that I choose to put in my life and then the things that I take out of my life are all done. It's calculated. It's calculated. I think women need to see that life goes on. And frankly, until I close my eyes for the last time, and I, I laughed because I told somebody, one of my good friends, I said, you know what, when I die, I want everybody to have jokes, to have a good time. I don't really want any tears. I said, because if you really look at how I live, I probably have had more fun than 10 people, everybody in the whole congregation. I have to tell you, I'm really, really glad that you came and talked to me today. Oh, thank you for having me. What I love about it is that you and I say a lot of the same things. Okay. And and it's, it's really been awesome to have you validate the message that we're really trying to put forth. Oh, I love the message. Yeah, it's, I, it, it's been really great. And like the here. young people do, we're here. We're, we see things eye to eye. Uh, we're for here. Sure. Yeah, no, it's yeah. been really, it's, uh, it, it's amazing how much of, of the message that we've been putting out, that we've filmed, that, that you just hit upon. Just, and we didn't talk before. No, we did. So this, this is really great. Not. I have to say that I think the biggest takeaway for me is just the synchronicity that we have in our thought process and our whole view on not just our worldview, because I think we have a very similar worldview, you and I, but the whole thought of how we've gone through menopause and how it's not the end of your life, it's just the beginning. Yes. And that that was was really, I'm so glad you came. Thank you so much for having me. That's great. I think what you're doing is very valuable and significant. Women need this. What is your biggest struggle with menopause? I'd love to hear from you. Leave a message below and let us know. Thank you.